Hey, what's up, guys? Landon here from Cover the Spread on Monday, April 11th, 2022. We finally have all of the seeding spots figured out for the NBA play-in tournament. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and break that down and analyze it. And then right after that, we're going to go over the playoff bracket. Uh, yeah, we're going to pretty much see what I'm expecting for each round of the play-in as well as the playoffs we're gonna break it down game by game so this will be a little bit of a longer episode but i promise if you stick through with it it'll help out a ton as far as fantasy plays go as far as props go for the next few weeks heading into the playoffs and all throughout the playoffs of course we're gonna be giving out my daily analysis and breakdowns but this will be a huge huge help as it's gonna give you um, an insight on how to go about playing the uh each fantasy game and uh playing all the props so let's get right into it all right the first game we have for the play-in tournament we have the pelicans in the nine seed facing off the spurs in the 10 seed um their records are pretty evened out Spurs have been sitting their starters for, I mean, about a week now, at least DeJounte Murray. He's had a lot of rest. He's going to be ready to go for this. Uh, Pelicans will have a tough matchup. Brandon Ingram's been having a lot of downtime as well. Hopefully, he's ready to go for this. Uh, McCollum's going to be fresh and ready. He didn't play last night. Um, Jonas Valanciunas should be ready to go as well as he didn't play last night either. Uh Pelicans honestly have the deeper bench here, in my opinion, with Jose Alvarado, Devontae Graham, um, Najee Marshall, you know, guys like that, they really make a difference on this Pelicans squad. They uh, they really bring the energy whenever it's time for the second unit to come in, and they really do make a difference in the game. Uh, the Spurs, I mean, you know, they have guys like Devin Vassell and uh, Keldon Johnson's a starter, but... He's, he plays, he gets a good bit of second unit minutes. Um, the Spurs, they just don't run as deep with talent as the Pelicans do. I think the Pelicans take this one. Uh, unless DeJounte Murray has, you know, a really big game, which is possible. We've seen him drop 30, 35, 40, 45 points even on some nights. He's going to have to, I'm going to think he's probably going to have to have a career night to, uh, pull this one off against the Pelicans. The Pelicans have been playing some pretty good ball lately. Um, pretty much all second string guys last night against the Warriors and they were down 20, no reason to win it. And they almost pull off the big old comeback. So um, it's going to be an exciting game for sure. It's going to be a very energetic atmosphere as this is going to be the first time the Pelicans are in the playoffs play in in a while. So uh, the players are really going to bring the energy. They're looking to win this one. I really like CJ McCollum for this game. He's going to have to play. He's going to have to be getting uh, getting the ball around and facilitating the offense a lot. Um, hopefully, Brandon Ingram plays. He should be good to go. Um, and, I mean, like I said, Spurs, they just don't have too much to really like about them and about their, like, that will uh, really help them make a good playoff run, you know, so... I'm really liking the Pelicans uh, for the play-in tournament, which actually starts tomorrow. 
Uh, McCollum specifically, Brandon Ingram probably has like a a dark throw because he can he has his bad nights and this one he could have a bad night. You know he's gonna have to work with Devin Vassell and uh, Keldon Johnson, which they're a little younger. They could keep him on his toes. So I'm probably gonna uh, look at a lot of the Pelicans guys for that part of the specific bracket. The next game we have is the Minnesota Timberwolves versus the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, I think the Clippers will win this one. You know, they've been playing really good ball lately with Paul George back, especially if their three is on like it was the other night when they played the Pelicans. Uh, They went 13 for 13 for their first 13 threes, which is pretty crazy to see. But, um, you know, if they could stick to it anywhere near that, they should be able to hang with this uh, Timberwolves team pretty, pretty easily. So, uh, this is how the bracket works. So, the winner of the 9 and 10 seeds, that's going to be the winner out of the Pelicans or Spurs, will advance to the next part of the play-in tournament. And then the loser out of the 7th and 8th seed, which will be the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Clippers, will advance to the next part of the play-in tournament, while the winner gets the 7th seed, in the Western Conference playoffs. So, uh, I'm thinking for the um, winner-loser round two in the playoff tournament for the Western Conference, I think it's going to be the Pelicans versus the Timberwolves. Uh, it's going to be a hard one for the Pelicans. I think they have, you know, the tools they need to pull it off. And, uh, you know, the bench depth especially is there and strong for the Pelicans. But... Uh, it's going to be a very, very close game, in my opinion. So, um, I do think the Pelicans could pull it off. It could be a little biased in me, but uh, it's going to obviously be a tough matchup for both sides. It's close seeding, seventh going against a ninth seed. Um, I'm going to take the Pelicans getting the eighth seed spot as the winner of round two of the play-in tournament gets the eighth seed in the Western Conference. Now, moving over to the Eastern Conference for the first game, we have Atlanta and Charlotte. Charlotte's been playing amazing ball lately. Their threes have been pretty incredible. Um, They've been lighting up the scoreboard, posting like 120-plus a night. It's crazy uh, as of late. LaMelo Ball's really getting on his uh, game and... It's perfect timing for him to get hot. Um, I mean, every time I go and I'm tracking all my bets and all my fantasy stuff, every time I go look at the Charlotte Hornets, LaMelo Ball hits another three. It's pretty remarkable. Um, But we all know Trey Young, he could get hot, and he does get hot a lot, especially around the playoffs. He is one of those guys that he's just, uh, he thrives under the atmosphere of the crowd, if that makes sense. He's one... I mean, I'm sure all of you guys have seen that video where he played in that summer league. Um, I think it was last year. And the dude that he was guarding was talking smack. And the crowd got fired up, which in turn uh, fired Trey Young up. And he just went insane that game. We could expect stuff like this happening. I mean, Trey Young, he is fueled by the crowd. And it's going to be a crazy atmosphere. It's going to be a really good game. Um... I do like the Charlotte Hornets guys in this one, specifically LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier. I uh, also like Trey Young and Clint Capella. 
Capella, he's going to be getting boards. He's playing Mason Plumlee. He's always playing Mason Plumlee well every time that they uh, play against each other. Capella always does well in that game. Uh, Capella, he had a really solid game the other night. Uh, yesterday, I think he went for 18 points and I think it was like 13 or 14 boards. So he did really, really well. Uh, I could pull up the exact stats actually as I do have those in front of me. Uh, let's see. It's not wanting to load now, but we'll fix that. All right, if I could get that to load, I will pull up the stats for everybody from last night. All right, so Atlanta, Charlotte, ninth, ninth seed going against the 10th seed here at the play-in tournament. I really do like Charlotte. You know, both of them have the same record. Trey Young, he's been a little bit inconsistent as of late, but like I said, Trey Young, he is fueled by the atmosphere. He, I, I feel that he, you know, does much better under pressure, and that's going to be caught in this situation. So we could definitely see like a nut high game from Trey Young, him going for forty five, maybe even fifty points. I know that's a lot, but like, like I said, Trey Young. He goes crazy uh, during the playoffs, and I've seen it the last few years. So uh, that's going to be a hard-fought game. I'll have all player prop plays on my Instagram every day of the playoffs. I'll post the core four, core three every night for fantasy as well. Um, so I'm just really going over the you know initial first thoughts and matchups for this, what to expect and whatnot. So that's what this podcast episode is really all about. Um, and then for the other two games for the Western, the uh, Eastern Conference play-in tournament, we have the seventh seed Brooklyn Nets going against the eighth seed Cleveland Cavaliers. This one also, it's got potential to be a hard-fought match. It really depends on the injury report for Cleveland uh, Cavaliers. If they could get Jerry Allen back, I'll say they win this easily. If they don't, it's going to be a pretty tough matchup. Um, and if they don't get Jared Allen back, then I say Brooklyn Nets take this one. So, um, I really like Kyrie. He's another one of those guys that's like Trey Young. He's really, really gets, uh, you know, he plays really well in the playoffs, uh, come playoffs. Well, we could look for another, you know, 13, 14, up to 17 assist game from Kevin Durant again, as last night he went pretty insane with the assist. I believe he ended with 15 which is definitely not something that we normally see from Kevin Durant. Uh, but I'd be looking for that to happen again uh, during this game because just because, like I said, Kyrie, he is a scoring machine in the playoffs. He has always been like, you know, that way. And I don't expect that to slow down at all. So um, if the matchups play out how I am thinking they will, then it'll be Charlotte facing off against the Nets. Um, and then... No, Charlotte facing off against the Cavaliers and then the Nets getting the seventh seed. And then um, I really think if Charlotte and Cavs play, it's just going to be Charlotte winning that one. Just, you know, they have much more bench depth. depth. Uh, Charlotte, uh, Cavs, they're just a really young team. They've really played well this season, but they're overall a young, young team. Uh, with a guy like Kevin Love coming off the bench, leading the bench and uh, leading the starters you know, leading that whole team, I, I mean, I just don't think they're going to have enough to do it against the Charlotte Hornets. So I'm going to take Charlotte getting the eighth seed. 
which would be Miami, Charlotte, and Philadelphia, Toronto facing off against each other. Then Milwaukee and Chicago facing off against each other. And then, uh, if I am correct, then it'll be the Boston Celtics facing off against the uh, Brooklyn Nets. So that would be the Eastern Conference playoffs bracket. And then for the Western Conference, um, it would be Phoenix Suns versus New Orleans Pelicans, Dallas versus Utah Jazz, the Warriors versus the Nuggets, and then the Grizzlies versus the uh, Clippers. So, um, just to break down, uh, I'll do it pretty brief here. We are getting to the 12-minute mark. But the first game is what I would believe to be the Phoenix Suns versus New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, every time that these uh, teams met this year, they have played, you know, really close. Uh, Pelicans beat them by 30, uh, probably about a month back, a month ago. And then they played probably around two weeks ago. And uh, it was just a pretty hard fought match. Uh I honestly think the Phoenix Suns take this one home against the Pelicans just because they are they have a really, really deep bench uh, in campaign. Landry Shamet and uh, Alfred Payton. Uh, and honestly, most of their backups could start in, in the league. So Javeli McGee, backup center, that's pretty serious there. I think Suns take this one. Booker's going to go insane. He's one of those guys like Trey Young. Or Kyrie that I was just talking about. He really, really goes insane during the playoffs. Um, yeah, I think Phoenix will have no problem taking this one against the Pelicans. Now, the really good game will be the Dallas Mavericks facing off against the uh, Utah Jazz. Um, I would really like Donovan Mitchell. I'd probably smash his over on points in this game. I'd also probably smash the over on Luka points in this game as well. They're both going to be going head-to-head. Donovan Mitchell is literally known for how good he does during the playoffs and approaching the playoffs. And we've seen it the last few weeks. He's been doing really good. And uh, he's really been smashing the score, the uh, lighting up the scoreboard, getting all those points. I mean, we saw him struggle the fourth quarter of the last game, but I'm really not that concerned about that. As the Warriors, they've just been playing really good ball the last uh, few games during the fourth quarter. So... Like I said, Donovan Mitchell and Luka Doncic probably both points to the over. That would be uh, probably a lock there. And then the uh, Warriors and Nuggets. That's going to be a really good game there as well. The Warriors, they're going to get Curry back. I think the Warriors will take this one as the Nuggets. They just don't have really good guard defense. So, I mean, Monty Morris and Will Barton's all they have. And you don't hear their name very often just because they're not that great. Uh, Jokic is the powerhouse of the team. He will continue to be the powerhouse of the team, and you can't you can't win championships just off of one guy. So I think the Warriors take this one. I like Curry a lot coming back. It'll be his first game back in about a week or two. Uh, he's definitely well rested, ready to go uh, into the playoffs. And the Warriors they also have really really good bench uh, depth. Uh, that's something that the Nuggets kind of lack, you know, Bones Highland, he has his hot nights, but overall, they don't have the most deep bench in the league, so I, I definitely think the Warriors take this one away as well, and then the last matchup, if I 
how about predictions correct? It'll be the Grizzlies versus the Clippers, in which it's going to be a pretty tough game. I say John Morant, you know, he's also one of those guys that you'll find does really well and thrives really well in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure, you know, John Morant, he should be fine, ready to go. Um, as long as his ankle's not bothering him, he's going to be doing really well in the playoffs. I mean, the Clippers, they have pretty, they have a pretty uh, deep bench, but on the flip side, the Grizzlies, in my opinion, have the deepest bench in the league. I mean, we saw them, it's like they played better without John Morant, honestly. So, um, for this game, I really like Paul George. He's going to really be wanting this. He's going to be leading the team. Um, the entire playoffs is there. still going to be without Kawhi Leonard. And he's kind of all they got, really. Um, they have a few other younger guys and vets, but not great vets, if that makes sense. You know, Marcus Morris. Um, Robert Covington coming over from Portland. That's a huge pickup there. That could really help them out if they use them correctly, which we saw the other night. He hit 14 for 18 from downtown. So that was a big game from him. We know that the Clippers, they have huge potential. Um, they're going to be a very sneaky team in the playoffs. One that I honestly wouldn't be shocked to see them go past round two. Um, honestly, if you want like a long shot team to win it, I would go with the Clippers probably. You know, they're going to be... Clippers or Hornets, they're both going to be pretty high odds, and uh, they both got a good shot at making a nice little run there. Um, really, this might be a game that I fade, unless I go uh, Paul George over on threes. It's probably going to be set at two and a half, which he should smash at easily, and Job Morant probably go over on points, which should be set around 23 and a half-ish. Uh, I would smash that easily as well. And then moving on to the Eastern Conference, if I am correct, we would have the Miami Heat facing off against uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I believe that's who I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Heat and Hawks, it would be a pretty hard-fought matchup. But uh, overall, um, uh, I think the Heat take it. They have a pretty, I mean, from what we saw yesterday, we have not been exposed much to their bench as uh their starters have been running the court a tremendous amount despite having one seed locked up in uh honestly for a while but um you know Miami Heat yesterday their bench scored I think it was like 140 points or 130 120 somewhere up in there um Victor Oladipo looked really good he got almost 40 points last night he had a lot of dimes as well. Uh, very good overall game from him. It's going to take Trey Young to have a career night to beat the Heat, you know, with a bench like that. And that's something that the Hawks, they just really lack. They lack guys that could really fill their, you know, their role. Uh, we saw Kevin Herter a few nights back. He was getting five threes, three nights in a row. I don't think he could do that for the playoffs, but... Uh, we will see, I guess, but I, I think the Heat take this one home easily. Uh, they're probably going to even have, you know, enough room on the scoreboard to let the starters rest a little bit in the fourth. Um, moving on to the second matchup, and it's going to be a really good matchup. The Phoenix, the uh, Philadelphia 76ers versus the Toronto Raptors. 
This is going to be a really good matchup. The uh, uh, Raptors, they've been looking really good ever since getting Fred Van Fleet back. But I think the Philadelphia 76ers take this one easily. Uh, Maxi, he's been learning under uh, James Harden, and it shows. Maxi's been playing a lot better basketball recently. And uh, ever since, honestly, whenever they got Harden, I was like, you know, like, damn, uh, Maxi's really going to start slacking off because he was kind of doing really good fantasy-wise. But Maxi's gotten better, and it's crazy to say that, you know, they get a guy like Harden and, you know, Maxi that plays the same position as him gets better. It was kind of... Uh, not expected that much you know uh if James Harden's on his game which you know he he should be unless I don't know unless uh Philadelphia has some really nice strip clubs like I said the other night James Harden he seems to uh every time he plays in popular cities he tends to play really bad so hopefully he gets to sleep tonight before this game he'll be looking really really good and the 76ers will take this one against the Toronto Raptors, um, if that's the case. Um, and Bede's been looking really well. He's been the backbone of this team for a while. Um, Harden's been, you know, really making Embiid look good, getting a, getting him all the uh, points and everything, and helping him around the paint. And Harden's been uh, dishing out assists. He, he's been averaging, I think it was around like 12 12 to 13 assists over the past 5 to 10 games. That's pretty crazy. Uh, if Harden could keep doing that and consist, uh, score high consistently, he's in good shape there. Um, I'd say the 76ers take this one with ease against the Toronto Raptors. Moving on to the next game, it'll be the Milwaukee Bucks at Chicago Bulls. Uh, this is going to be a pretty good matchup. i say that the Bulls are going to lose this one. The Bucks will uh, finish a series out. You know, Altatacumbo is no joke. The Bucks do have a pretty decent bench. Uh, and it's led by a veteran, Paul uh, George Hill. So, um, you know, Giannis, he's been a little iffy the last few games. I'm not expecting that for the playoffs. But if he is how he's been playing, you know, uh, scoring high one night, flopping the next two nights in a row and then scoring high again he'll then the bull the uh bucks will definitely find a way to lose this one but i'm not expecting that at all i mean Giannis usually plays the bucks uh the bulls pretty well especially this past season with the cold of Vucevic. he's just you know not getting the boards that you would want him to against the uh bucks if that's uh a more nice way to put it, I guess. So, I'm, I'm going to be taking the Bucks at home, taking this one away from the Bulls. Not at home, but you know. Bucks and four. I think that's what the kids say these days. All right. Um, Boston Celtics. So, if I had it correct, Boston Celtics would be taking on the Brooklyn Nets, which is going to be a great matchup. And Celtics are actually one of my favorite teams right now to actually win the whole thing so uh if that goes according to plan then the celtics should take this one tatum's gonna be going buck wild in the playoffs mark my words on that tatum will be going insane in the playoffs it's gonna be fun to watch uh him Kyrie, durant jalen brown all go head to head um tatum's probably gonna be my favorite player from this matchup 
He's just been playing really well lately, you know. Whenever Tatum gets hot, he gets hot. And the same thing goes for Jalen Brown. So, if they could get hot at the same time and keep it consistent, this uh, Celtics team's going to be insanely hard to beat. And the same thing goes for the Nets. Whenever Kyrie gets hot, he gets hot. We saw that the other night. Um, whenever he was at, you know, around 10 or 11 points, I look back on the scoreboard three minutes later, he has damn near 30 points. Like, whenever he gets hot, he gets hot, hot. The same thing goes for Kevin Durant. So if Kyrie and KD could keep it hot, you know, a few nights in a row, keep it consistent all through the playoffs, they should do really well in um, the playoffs as well. So um, Boston Celtics and Brooklyn Nets is definitely a playoff matchup that I'm really, really looking forward to watching and uh, handicapping. That's going to be it for this one, guys. I just wanted to give you guys a little preview and rundown of what to expect through the playoffs. The NBA playoffs is by far my favorite time of the year in sports. Um, I usually hammer the uh, playoffs in fantasy and player props. I'm going to do my best to help you guys do the same. Just pay attention. Be on the lookout for stuff on here and on my story over on Instagram at Cover the Spread. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and hope it helps you out and making your own picks and plays if you desire to do so. Uh, if it does, make sure you share share the podcast with a friend. Go follow me on Instagram. You can also follow me over on Twitter at Cover the Spread. Uh, Landon is out. Let's win together as one over the NBA playoffs. See you later, guys. Good luck.